get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Albert lifts it in the air out to deep right. The 450th different pitcher that Albert is homered against. That was Danny Mack on the call last night. Audio courtesy of Bally Sports Midwest. Danny Mack joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Dan, 694. He is on absolute fire right now. I can't believe what we're watching on a night-to-night basis. I, I feel like we say this every time, but... It continues to be unbelievable. The guy has a 1,300 OPS in the month of August. Thank you for doing this as always. What did you see last night from Albert? Uh, You know, another pitch that I didn't think he was going to hit out of the ballpark. It was kind of reminiscent to the pitch that he hit in Chicago, which was like at his face and, you know, eye level. And he yanks it out for a home run. And last night on an 0-2, he's able to do that. BK, there have been 9,801 players that have stepped onto a big league mound and thrown at least one pitch. Albert has a home run off of 450 of them, so that's 4.6% of every pitcher that's ever played since 1892. <laughs> so that's what we're seeing. It's, it's just crazy. It's, it's fun. It's historic. Um, you know, it's, it's a matter now of, I think, you know, not if or when, you know, it's, 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 he's going to get to, to, uh, to A-Rod and then, you know, the, the, the pressure's on to get to 700, which makes it just so much fun. It's just, it's crazy. And to think that he's doing this with the eight home runs this month at the age of 42 is just, it's just remarkable. And I guess you get to a point where you never doubt the man. And I I've said that now for a long time, I, I never doubt him. He rises to the occasion. And I was talking to Barry Larkin yesterday, the, Reds Hall of Famer, and he's like, how is he doing this? And I, I said, I don't know, man. I said, it just, there are certain guys that I think feed off the pressure and the emotion and the crowd, and he's the best I've ever seen at it. So I, I never doubt him, and it's going to be a fun stretch run. Speaking of the stretch run, we were talking earlier about the, the t- Tyler O'Neill and what he's brought to this offense. Two home runs last night. What have you seen from him, and, and how much more can he help this offense going forward? Well, remember last year, Kerry, he exploded once August hit and didn't cool off until the year ended. August and September of last year, he had 318 with 17 home runs. And sometimes guys get off to slow start and they finish quickly, and maybe that's going to be kind of the trajectory of, of Tyler O'Neill. But I, I think his at-bats have been better, and I think that you're seeing a guy with confidence too. And when you have confidence with a guy that's got his natural ability um, you should have success. And I, I do believe that's what we're seeing right now. They put him in spots to 
to say, hey, we're sticking with you, and they've stuck with him a long time now this year. We're waiting for him to kind of get back to the player that he was, and now we're seeing it. So I think a lot of it has to do with just his confidence and the fact that maybe it's this time of year that he starts to get hot. We were listening to Ali talk about uh, Tyler O'Neill staying off the high fastball and that kind of, I guess, helping him and assisting him going in the right direction. Have you seen that as well? Just better eye discipline at the plate and not taking shots at, at pitches that he, he feels that he can hit out but not able to? I think that's part of it. I also think he's letting the ball get a little bit deeper, um, and so he's a little bit more patient at the plate. I think we've seen him draw walks, and I, I think anytime you, you look at somebody – that's drawing walks is usually a batter that is very confident and a guy that is seeing the ball to where that means it's going to be success when they swing the bat. So I do think he's laying off that, that high pitch, which is something that we talk about a lot with him. Also, he's laying off a slider low and away, which is a pitch hit from a right-hander he'll pull off of at times. And sometimes I think you get to the point where he lets the ball get deep, almost too deep. And and he's doing that now, but his ability to take the ball the other way is something that you cannot overlook. But if he gets a pitch to drive, let it rip. And I think that's something that we're seeing with him too. Dan, a couple of uh, RBIs last night, two for four performance from Nolan Arenado. At this point, is it fair to say the top two National League MVP candidates are on the Cardinals with Arenado and Goldie? Yeah, it's funny you say that. I mean, I was going to bring that up tonight is that Arenado's got a chance to maybe be in that conversation as much as Goldie. Now, I, I think Goldie right now is is the, the leader in the clubhouse, but I, I think you'd have to look at Mookie Betts still. I think Austin Riley would be in that conversation. I also think that you you got to look at the Mets and the success that they've had and Pete Alonso and the runs batted in. But uh, in terms of what these guys are doing, I mean, they've combined, both of them have a seven war. And they're even right now going into play tonight. National League position players in Major League Baseball. Goldie at 7, Arnado 7, Betts is at 5.7. So I I just think that that when you have a guy that does it in New York when you're having success, a lot of attention is put on that player. So that is something to keep in mind. Same thing with L.A. um, because of the big markets. But I don't think you can overlook what Goldie's done. I mean, you look at the the triple crown, crown categories and, that stands out, and, and that's great. But, man, look at everything else. The on-base percentage, the slug, you know, those kind of things. The OPS, um, he's number one. So, to me, he's got to be the leader in the clubhouse right now. But, but Arenado is going to be in that conversation. Also, if people can po- please just politely stop citing any of the defensive metrics that show that Goldie's not a good defender, that would be great because they're nonsense. Uh, Dan, I did also... Who said that? Huh? <laughs> Who would say that? The the metrics, man, I I don't understand it. It's the first base thing. It, it, they're just flatly wrong. I mean, we watch it on a yeah, night-to-night basis. You're out of your basis. mind if you think that. Yeah, you're dude. out of your mind. That guy, he has the, – the thing that you have to consider, and for those of you that went through the Jose Martinez era at first base, think about that. <laughs> Go back to that. And, I, and I'm not trying to rip on Jose yeah. Martinez. He was an outfielder trying to play first yeah. base. But – the, the level of confidence that an infielder has knowing that Goldie is there is the, so that may not show up, but the fact is you throw it low, you throw it high, you throw it up the right field line and he stretches and puts his body parallel to the ground. You can't measure that. And so he has made everybody better on the infield. So 
yeah, you can talk about range and all that other stuff. <laughs> you throw it out, okay, because this guy's awesome, and he should win the gold glove this year. Danny, I, that's a question I got for you. Are, are you an analytics guy? Are you are you heavily into the analytics, or do you do you use some of the uh, you know the the old metrics, the eye test, and and who the batter is, or who the player is, and and what the situation accounts for in that moment? Uh, I'm both because I, I do think that there is a place for analytics um, without question, and you can look at you know like Henesis Cabrera. Okay, is a great example. People say, well, why you know what's going on here? He's, he's throwing. 96 to 98, and he's getting a hit. Look at his spin rate, though. His spin rate has dropped considerably, and the drop in the tilt on his breaking ball is not where it was. So when you sit there and look at that and you say, why why is this happening? There's something of a tangible number that you can look at and say, this is what's going on. Wainwright's a good example with his curveball. You can say, man, he's so good. What, what's going on here? Well, look at his spin rate on his curveball. It's off the charts. It's still elite. Um, and guys have to account for that when they're at the plate and there's a, uh, a count of three and two and he drops in a curveball that drops, you know, a foot. So those kind of things I think are tangible. I, I do. And one of the conversation, part of the conversation I had with Barry Larkin yesterday was that because he was like, how are you guys finding these guys? He, he's like Brendan Donovan. He said, uh, you know, this Tommy Edmond kid, this kid over here. Lars Newtbar. (laughs) Lars Newtbar was the other one. He's like, how does this happen? And I give the organization a ton of credit because they find players and they look at the metrics of them, but yet there still is an old school approach in how they handle human beings. And so there was a year in which Gary LaRock, who runs a minor league system, had over 50% of the players jump a level, moved up a level. And so that's the human side of the carrot that's dangled in front of a human being to say, hey, you, you perform. We're going we're gonna, to uh, reward you and get you to the major leagues. We'll get you from single A to double A. And then you're just a call away. So I, I think there's a little bit of both that's involved in this. Certainly they're an analytically based uh, organization, but there's just the, the part of having a feel for human beings too, and being able to to measure both and and come up with the best scenario for that player and for the organization. Dan, we'll get you out of here on this one. Danny Mack is our guest here on 101 ESPN. It's our first opportunity to talk to you coming off of that big weekend against Atlanta. I I loved the way that they won those games on Saturday and Sunday, the come from behind victories. I mean, that that place was absolutely electric. I was able to get down to Bush stadium for both days. What was your biggest takeaway from the Cardinals series win against Atlanta? Coming from behind, what what you mentioned. I think they have now 29 of those this year. Um, And the fashion in which they did it, I I think that is the sign of a team that is rolling and a team that is playing with uh, confidence and a team that can compete with the big boys. And uh, I'm still bullish on the Braves. I think they're the best team in the National League now. If you said what would happen in a short series and you you face the Mets, I'd say you'd be in trouble because the Shures are in DeGrom. But I don't see a lot of holes with this Atlanta team. So the fact that they came back in those games and came from behind and won those games, that to me um, represents a lot. And so, yeah, they're in a soft spot of the schedule right now, starting last night, the next 13 are um, against sub-500 teams, and this is where you separate yourself. But uh, showing that you can compete with these teams and come from behind late, that is what is important. And uh, and that's what I liked about this team. And what I love about this team going forward is just their ability to now feel like 
um, they're in every game. And I, I can't say that I felt that way at the beginning of the season. I felt like the Cardinals needed to grab early leads, which they did a lot. Um, and they're also getting it from different, you know, different areas of the lineup that are producing Donovan new bar. It's not just Goldie and Arnato. And that's the other thing that stood out over the weekend emergence of Tyler O'Neill. Um, but the fact that you can come from behind and beat these teams, that is the sign of a very good team. Dan, we appreciate the time as always, man. You enjoy calling the game tonight with, I'm sure there will be dozens, dozens of people that are in those stands out there in Cincinnati. We'll talk with you again next week, my friend. All right, buddy. Thanks. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany live on NFL Network. Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up. Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football. Live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.